0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Nintendo Fuse podcast. This is episode 227, entitled "April Fools and E3 Pivots." Uh, we're gonna be talking a lot about our April Fools. Some of the the best uh, there was yeah, there wasn't some wasn't so many great. April Fool's jokes this year but there were some and we're gonna talk about our favorites we're also going to talk about E3's return and how they've pivoted to go online uh Nintendo is back uh and at E3 also talk about some updates with Super uh, Nintendo World Mario Kart Ride uh, and a whole bunch more other uh news that we're gonna be talking about in this episode but uh My name is Steve, and I am not here alone, of course. I am also joined by Barry. Hey, Barry, how's it going?
1: Hey, Steve. Always a pleasure.
0: And also, of course, joined by Greg. Hey, Greg. Hi,
1: everyone.
2: Always great
0: to be on. Yeah, and uh, we're also joined by our live chat room, so if you uh, are joining us live, be sure to... First of all, say hello, and then also uh, anything that we talk about during this live podcast, feel free to let us know what your thoughts are. Uh, we're going to be talking really soon about what we, what we have been playing, and then also all of the news, all of the April Fool stuff, so if there was a specific April Fool's joke that you really liked this year, let us know in the live chat. If you're watching after the fact, be sure to let us know in the comments any of your thoughts about any of the stuff that we're talking about tonight, we would love to for uh, just to hear... Uh, what you have to say as well. Um, But we're going to be referring to our live chat throughout the show, so it's kind of like that uh, fourth member of our podcast team. So if you've never joined us live, be sure to do that. If you're listening after the fact on a uh, podcast app or website, uh, be sure to subscribe there as well, as well as here on YouTube. Hit that bell to be alerted every time we post a new video, every time we go live. And uh, also, be sure to follow us on social media. Um, We're at Nintendo Fuse on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I uh, would love to have you guys join us there and also be sure to join our discord so you can chat in between the episodes about Nintendo video games and so much more you'll see the link there on the screen but it's also going to be on our show notes and in the YouTube description uh, down below here on YouTube. So yeah, if you never uh, checked us out live, like I said, uh, be sure to do that. If you never watched the video version, you can find that at youtube.com slash Nintendo fuse. And uh, yeah, I think that's all the uh, all that stuff out of the way. Let's get into what we have been playing Barry, what have you been up to over this last week?
1: Uh, I wish I could say, hey, this last week, I've Played a ton of games, but my week is going to sound very similar to, to last week. Uh, on, a, on the Switch front, I've really just done Animal Crossing, logged in to get the prom stuff and uh, you know different color sashes that are there every day. And I did actually redesign a little portion of my island. a little seasonal area. Now I made it my own little you know Super Nintendo world out of the, some of the Mario stuff which uh, unfortunately creates a lot of pop-up <laughs> and <laughs> lag. Uh, thank you, Nintendo. Uh, <laughs> who knew Animal Crossing would lag this bad. But yeah, uh, it was fun to go back and just redesign an area. I haven't done that in a while. And uh, yeah, it's one of the things when you have your island the way you want it, it's, it you'll, you'll lose that creative spark. Like I wish I had, like a, I said this another time, like a second island or something like that and to go over and do some more creativity. But I'm uh, still doing that and just doing daily stuff. Uh, I said last week that I was aiming to beat on the PlayStation for Tokyo Xenadu EX Plus this by this podcast, and I am in Chapter Seven, which is the next to last chapter. So okay. I am close, but I did not have enough time to beat it. The, the game just gets better, though. I love Falcom stuff, and I really don't see why this can't come to Switch. I really think it should come to Switch, uh, considering it is a the PS4 version is a port of the Vita version. So there's absolutely no reason that the that it wouldn't run on Switch, um, but yeah, if if you've ever played Falcom Games, uh, it's a mixture of Legend of Heroes and the Ease games, uh, just really well done, really cool characters, and uh, just it sucked me in. So whenever I do have some time to play, that's what I choose to do. Uh, on the PC front, uh, haven't really logged into 14 that much. Uh, next week there's a new update waiting for the next patch. Uh, that will probably pull me back in but it's been a little bit of a lull right now but i did actually play another game on on pc briefly called john the zombie uh this is an interesting game this is a it's think think like grand theft auto style but you are a zombie and you have to eat people, and when you eat their brains, you gain their skills. So you eat enough people who know how to drive a car, you can now just tr- drive in a car. And you eat enough people who know how to ride a bike, and now you can ride a bike. And like there's all like stats and skills and a whole storyline. It's like 3D. It's like running around. You know, it's not like Uber Uber graphics. Like, like maybe original Xbox. um But it's fun. It, <laughs> it's just a weird game, but it's fun. uh And on the mobile front, I'm still you know doing Dragalia Lost and. Uh, Mario Kart Tour, um, but I do have something actually to show off, which, which uh, is a follow-up actually from, uh, from last week that I do want to show here quickly as a nice, cool, exclusive thing. Um, we just actually released this today, and because we just released this today, um, not everybody's seen this yet, and uh, I figured it'd be cool to show it off here. Um, as again, uh, for those that don't know, I do also work for Premium Edition Games, and we did just put out our first two releases, uh, which I did show off last time. Well, one of the releases, which is the Pigeon Dev Games Collection, we don't have the higher-end games out. You know, we, we have the Premium Edition, which is purchasable right now, but we do have a, two other models, Retro and a Deluxe, and we are awaiting the last bits to arrive at our warehouse to send it out. But I do have two of the items that are going to be included that I wanted to just briefly show off um, for you guys. So you can see, if you seeing a picture is one thing, you know, see it on a website, but to see a physical item... It's different. So the first thing, this is included only in the deluxe, which is a pin. It's an enamel pin uh, of Awesome P. It just looks really cool. It's gonna be numbered. It only is gonna be coming uh, from this edition. So if, you, if you're a pin collector and you like pins, um, this is one to get. But the coolest thing, what I think, and, and I think I've heard a lot of people agree, this is in the retro and the deluxe, which is cool. I'm a Steelbook fan. I know a lot of other collectors are Steelbook fans. So we have our Steelbook uh, and it's coming overseas, but we do have, you know, a couple were sent out for us to check. So I do have one of them to show off. This is probably the coolest Steelbook ever. Our designer Erica did an amazing job and I think you guys will like this. This is the Pigeon Dev Steelbook. Ooh. It is a horizontal Steelbook. It is a classic TV with the characters coming out and it is ridged, like it is not flat. Like these are all in you know grooves and stuff. You can feel it. It's shiny. It looks cool. Uh, something that Nintendo doesn't do is put the name on the spine. We put mm-hmm. the name on the spine. The back of it is actually the back of the TV <laughs> with, with the warning labels and all that is there. All the inputs are there. We have it all there, just like a TV. So this is just like one giant TV. And the cool part is when you open it up, you get the inside of a tube TV Nice. With our characters of from Pigeon Dev Games hidden amongst there, so <laughs> you get the whole thing. It is like literally having a TV that you get to see inside of, and obviously put your game and everything there. But this is the first horizontal Steelbook, and <laughs> it is exclusive to you know our those two editions. So they're not sold out. There, this is limited to a thousand for the retro and a thousand for the deluxe. So there's two thousand of these total. And when they're gone, they're gone. And I will tell you, steelbooks are expensive. Um, and these, these just, they came out amazingly. So if you, if, you know, we still have copies. So if it's something you're interested in, if you're a steelbook collector or just a collector, or you just like neat things. I mean, this is just something that's really neat. It's, it's the first of its kind. Uh, and I just wanted to show it off because I think, you know, our viewers and stuff would probably get a kick out of this. Maybe you guys, you know, I don't know if you're interested in steelbooks or not, but maybe you would get a kick out of it too. To see it before you know we just released the video today showing it off so you know this is day one of us even revealing it to people
0: nice nice and you can plug it in and it actually works no i'm just kidding i wish <laughs> <laughs> i wish that would be really cool
1: but we we wanted to up the level with steelbooks because some some steelbooks are just kind of blah some are really cool like uh you know nintendo did the the Link's awakening one that was a game boy that mm-hmm. that's that was previously my favorite steelbook this one i think tops it just because it's so cool like that retro crt tvs you know mm-hmm. look and and just erica captured the
0: whole thing front and back and inside that's really cool yeah it's fun to to see like you know some of the steelbooks are They're cool, but they're pretty plain, but that's, that's awesome to have like an extra feature. Like if you're kind of on the fence, that kind of stuff pushes people over the edge. Um, for sure. That's really awesome.
1: And you still get, you still get everything else like the, that I showed off, which is, you know, the, the premium edition, which I still have here, you still get everything that was included in those editions. So you can put them together or you can keep them, you know, in, in the retro box and in the packages we provide. So you, uh, you know, it's, it's a great deal, you know, to get that, especially as a steelbook collector.
0: Nice. Nice. Greg, what have you been up to over this last week?
2: Uh, pretty much uh, some of the same games today by last time around, so I'm doing Animal Crossing and just out on a lot of the Cherry Blossom recipes. I made it a goal to try to complete that collection this time. Um, I didn't get yeah, to the first day that I was looking at it, but then I, <laughs> I logged into the game since, so don't know if I'll make it all in time, but I'm um, Really hoping so, so I don't have to either time travel or wait another year for it. So, there's that part of it. Um, Still, so what was going on? Pokemon Sword, so going for to try to catch all 400 Pokemon. I'm closer to 340 now, and that was pretty much where I left off. And then, <clears throat> then we just got a nice new game for Easter. Um, my daughter got. Uh, Bowser's Fury. So I finally spent the last like <laughs> yesterday and today just pretty much playing it for quite a while, um, put it in at least like four hours or so and up to 70 cat shines on mine and also on her account separate. Um, we have I obviously have some that each other don't but it's been quite a pretty fun experience. I really like the direction that they went with this. And it's just been a complete blast to uh, play. Main gripe is it seems like they just kind of reuse some of the same uh, cat shines over and over again. Like, oh, you're just collecting five shards. Oh, you're just collect- collecting the cats. Or, oh, you're just catching Louis Luigi. Like, that's part's kind of disappointing that so much of it is recycled doing the same tasks over and over again. But overall, it was very fun. And I did beat Bowser's uh, final Four and that was also very fun and right before the podcast my daughter beat it on like her second try so nice she was able to beat bowser and do the old grabs you uh, could cat part at the end too so it was a lot of fun and,
0: and enjoying our time with it together that's really cool that's great
1: to be fair they um, do recycle things in other mario games i mean eight red coins in every stage and a hundred stars <laughs> in every stage like that's par for the course <laughs>
2: Well, I think those were the only two released in Mario 64, but yeah, I, I do know like that's they kind of do that a lot. I guess I don't really remember a ton of it from Galaxy outside the Comet Stars, but I don't know. It just seemed like it, like, I guess just the reoccurrence of it seems a lot quicker, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty much on mobile, still doing Fire Emblem Heroes. Um and also today I did get a little bit more time into Odyssey. We had more fun collecting a few more moons there as well, but not a significant portion spent on that only like an hour today. So that's pretty much it for me then.
0: Cool. Cool. Well, you guys have, uh, basically stated that, uh, you played a lot of same games as last week and so did I, um, more Rocket League, and that was it. <laughs> um, yeah, trying to get in uh, a little bit more playing time before Season 3 uh, will start tomorrow. Uh, so I've kind of tried to get the last little bit I could in from Rocket Pass and some other things. Um, just kind of playing along. I've I pretty much decided... That I wanna I want to end uh, the the season right where I am in uh, in platinum 2 and then kind of maybe shoot for uh, trying to get closer to diamond next season um, so I decided to Mainly just playing in tournaments and stuff like that. Um, actually, one of the uh, newest updates uh just dropped on Rocket League uh about an hour before we started recording, and that's the ability to um they added an ability to make uh trading up items easier. So, as you play the game, you unlock different cars and different decals and different uh wheels and all these different things, and you there's different levels of those items and you can trade them in if you let's say trade, uh, five, uh, I forget what the thing is like rare items, they will upgrade to one very rare item. And so up to this point, um, up until a couple hours ago, that was a, uh, very ridiculously, um, difficult to do like not difficult, but they, it was, it should have been a lot easier. And so they've redone the whole like trade up menu and it's going to make it a whole lot easier for people to, to do that, which I'm excited about. So probably going to check that out later after the, uh, the podcast and everything, but, uh, yeah, season three goes live tomorrow. So pretty excited about that, but that's, that's basically all I've been playing. Um, yeah, didn't touch Spider-Man or higher, higher warriors. Uh, like I thought I was going to, um, Life got busy this last week, so uh but did have a lot of fun with Rocket League. Um let's see. Uh yeah. Anybody else that uh has been uh playing games this last week, let us know in the chat. Uh what's Jared? Jared's asking about if we followed the Ike things that I can't pronounce. Uh <laughs> the <laughs> deducible been down drowned. Creepy Pasta. I worked on the most recent animation from that creator. Like he worked on that. That's awesome. I uh, I knew he was like into graphics and and the, and animation and stuff like that, but that I didn't realize he like worked on that. That's really cool. So way to go, Jared. Yeah, He's part like of our that. team. We're pretty excited about that. <laughs> nice. Wow. Uh, so you need to put him to work for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah for free um uh so i i just thought it'd be fun as well uh before we dive into this week's news uh to to talk about uh the death of mario one more time uh nintendo did tweet out uh one last like thank you for playing uh and and celebrating mario's 35th anniversary um but we're still basically going to kill him and they did so on march 31st but uh yeah did you guys get any last second time with any of the mario games that uh that died off or any of the other games that that went away uh before before they uh before they died off on the 31st, or were you just like, you know what? It's no big deal. I just let it go. Um, That's how I was. I didn't even, I thought about playing Mario 35 one more time, but eh, I didn't. And uh, I'm not missing it too much. Um, Barry, did you get any time with the the games right before they left the service?
1: I played a little uh, Mario 35, but the main reason I did that was because if people collected enough coins overall, um, then everyone out participated and at least collected one coin got 350 platinum points so
0: i did do that for the points but otherwise now i i didn't do anything else yeah greg did you get any time with uh, mario maker or anything else before it went down
2: no i really had wanted to but i just kind of like spaced out on it and then hearing that the bookmark service went down prematurely with the report on last time i was like well i guess it's almost not really worth it because no one can really bookmark course <laughs> it was or like really wanted to but is it really worth my time I guess not quite as much as I was hoping for to get in but really should have probably because won't be able to do that stuff anymore again so let's say yeah. some reason just bring it all back yeah meaning more like Mario 35 and stuff but not
0: if you bring back a Wii U Mario Maker <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of weird to, to think that, you know, we're all like upset this is going away and everything, but yet we didn't really even bother to uh, go out of our way to play the games like while we still could. <laughs> or I guess some of those games will still live on. We we have them like Mario 3D All-Stars and, and stuff like that. So we can play them anytime. But there, there are a couple that, uh, yeah, can't can't upload any more levels to uh, Mario Maker and can't play Mario 35 anymore. Um, so, yeah, if you missed your chance on those games or didn't get some of the others that are now no longer sold, uh sorry, you missed your chance. However, uh, I walked into uh both a Best Buy and a Walmart this last week, and uh still plenty of game and Watch Super Mario Brothers on the shelves, even though supposedly they're supposed to be taking them off the shelves. lots of them still out there, so um, yeah, if you missed your chance on that, apparently uh you could still get one they're not making them anymore. But uh they apparently have not pulled them off the shelves like they like we had heard they were supposed to. So you might be able to still get your hands on one of those. Yeah. All right. So well, let's ben, uh, and the news is uh they took down the pen, so I couldn't even order the pen in Oh, that's a that's unfortunate. Oh yeah, that sucks. Mm. Well, let's move into uh, our first news section uh, a couple days ago. It is now April 6th as we're recording. So five days ago was April Fool's Day. And uh, last year, we didn't really have too many April Fool's jokes uh, because, you know, COVID itself was, you know, a bad joke that, you know, the world just played on us uh, all at the same time. And so for the most part, everybody decided to stray away from, uh, you know, Doing any any tricks, any jokes, and things like that, uh, but they they kind of came back this year, not in full force, not like it was in the past, where like pretty much everywhere you look online on April first, uh, you have to. Think is this true or is this legit or not? But uh, there were some companies that did uh have a, an April Fool's uh joke and had some fun with that. Uh, and so if you have a, a favorite one that you saw on April Fool's Day this year, uh, be sure to throw that in the chat or the comments later. Um, but uh, I really didn't see very many uh video game one re- video game uh related ones. Uh, but Barry and Greg grabbed a couple that's uh kind of their favorites, and so uh, yeah, thought it'd just be fun to. To just kind of talk about uh, what you guys saw and uh, just kind of have some fun with that and maybe uh, you know shed some light on some of those uh, those jokes that maybe other people missed, kind of like myself. Uh, I didn't realize these even existed until I s- started talking to these guys. So, uh, Greg, tell us about this one from uh, Switch Stop.
2: Yeah, so I follow that one because so it's also kind of a, similar to um, Switch Force. I think some of the same people are at work between both of them. So um, they did like a parody of like a Smash um, reveal trailer. I think they just pretty much took one of Sakurai's videos and just re-dubbed over with their own voices. And so pretty much they made like a complete parody of it and just were saying like, oh, instead of just having enough, um, two fighter passes, we're going to have three. So then they went on to like, and also we're gonna reveal all six of those characters right now. So like, they had these tiny little um, intro trailers for every single character that they were doing. And theirs was, went from Phoenix Wright from Ace Attorney, having Rayman, Crash, Bandicoot, um, Freddy from Red at Freddy's, um, a character called Dart Monkey I've never even heard of, and then like, um, the Imposter from Among Us. So it was pretty obvious that they were like fake because you can... Or tell some of the scenes that they did were like they have obviously create their scenes themselves. So right now we're seeing like the, there's a little Ace Attorney one that looked pretty good. I think they just took some game footage and just added some uh, different text in there. So like they did a pretty good job with some of these. They looked really good and everything. So like, even plastered the so- the Sakurai's face there, as you can see. So the reasoning behind having another Fighter's Pass is like, oh, we accidentally deleted all the code to Breath of the Wild 2 and even uh, <laughs> Metroid Prime 4, so we have to restart both of those over in development. So that's why we need six more characters in Smash. So
0: <laughs> but that
2: was kind of amusing there, too. So um, I don't know. If you guys have a chance to watch the video at all?
1: Yeah, Outside no, right I didn't, anyways. but I'm just watching
0: this now, and it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah, I I like how like as as the video goes on you can tell that they I, I I'm wondering if they like purposely uh stopped caring or if they did it on purpose but they or or if they like just ran out of time for instance but uh but it's funny cuz they actually reference it <laughs> like near the end they're like as you can tell we kind of just didn't even care about the rest of these trailers so we just threw them together <laughs> and uh so <laughs> And, and that's what they did, pretty much. Uh, so, yeah, and it's funny to, like, <laughs> how they, what, what, you're, if you're watching the video version, you're seeing uh, Sakurai refer to Minecraft Steve, and he's like, you know, this, it was going to be hard to make this happen. But, you know, they also threw me a block that I had to animate. So, you know, I could do anything now. <laughs> <So>. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was uh, definitely a, a fun uh, a fun take on it for sure and yeah it was definitely one of those ones that I'd never be- you know if I would have seen this you know on April Fool's I definitely wouldn't have believed it was true uh, but that's the kind of April Fool's jokes that I, I really like I like the ones that are pretty obvious that it's that it's fake but I still get a really good laugh out of it and, uh, and that's that's kind of how I, I thought about this one
2: yeah they definitely had some really good jokes and everything just to kind of Shoehorning and stuff against like Minecraft Steve, as you said, and then you're like, oh, even if we did stuff like Banjo kazooie and like all these other things we thought we couldn't do. And I thought it was really (laughs) nicely put together the way they tied in some of those references and jokes. And like even though I said I didn't know who Dart Monkey was, like, oh, there was only one fan that requested this. (laughs) (laughs) So we so we put him in for you, just like no one else wanted him, but this one fan did. i
0: I like how they're they're like uh when they talked about ubisoft as well it's like why did it take so long for us to get this character in there well because ubisoft had to remember that they technically own the ip and actually could give us credit for it or something (laughs) so that was it was pretty funny that's great yeah So, yeah, if you guys uh, got a chance to watch this uh, before, uh, let us know what you think about it. Uh, But, uh, yeah, I think the only unfortunate thing is they they did grab, you know, characters like crash and uh ones that you know we i think a lot of people are still hoping that actually is (laughs) in smash eventually um so hopefully uh you know by by parodying it and uh putting in an april fool's joke um i know a lot of people are hoping that that doesn't mean it's it's doomed um i don't think that has any connection with it at all because they don't know um but uh i mean it's it's already been pre-decided we just you just don't know the remaining two fighters so yep yep if it so. wasn't
1: pre-decided, that could be one thing, but
0: yep, absolutely. So yeah, it was pretty funny. Was also uh, pretty,
1: uh, that's pretty clever. The way
2: they're doing the five night at Freddy's right now for Luigi's mansion, it was yeah, kind of cool. They just, yeah.
0: yeah. As I was, uh, as I was like watching it earlier today, when you, when you shared it, I was like, what, what Luigi's already in this. And I was like, Oh, I, I see what they're doing. <laughs> so yeah. Pretty clever, way to go, Switch Stop. Um, pretty awesome uh, little April Fool's joke, uh, Barry. What did Limited Rare do? Uh, so Limited Rare, for those of you that don't know,
1: is a uh, a limited game publisher, and uh, last year on April Fool's, Limited Rare put out a game called Poop Slinger, which came out and was like sold like 80 copies everyone thought it was a joke and it turned out to be legit um that apparently that company disappeared and went went away and a new person or a new group took up the mantle and on halloween they released uh tamashi for ps4 and we were like wait what is this a joke and they were they were fooling around on their twitter like oh you know it was the site was constantly going down it was very frustrating you know like oh boris tripped on a wire and uh, Took out the site. Hold on, and they were just—they were screwing around with it. Like, Ivan needs more vodka to get the site back up and stuff like that. And they were just having fun. And and uh, supposedly the game is coming. But when that happened, they put out countdown timer and they said, "Hey, stay tuned. To our next announcement." And everyone was like, "Oh my god, what's it going to be?" And they realized the countdown ended on April first. And we're like, "Oh, that was <laughs> the year anniversary of the poop slinger." So we're all waiting. We're waiting. We're waiting. And we're waiting, and myself included, I was like, all right, let's see what happens at midnight, you know, and and waiting and waiting and waiting. And they're like, oh, the site kept going down, and they were they were screwing around. And then they're like, oh, you know what, we're not going to put it up at midnight. We're going to put it up at 3 o'clock in the morning, midnight Pacific. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to bed. I'm done. Meanwhile, that countdown timer, which normally would have hit zero at midnight, changed to, like, 258 days later or 258 years later, and it would mm-hmm. always say different messages Like, ah, you're a fool for being here. Oh, I'm really limited run Doug. Ha ha. Like all these weird, and we just constantly change these broken, funny messages. And then at three o'clock in the morning Eastern time, sure enough, their site was updated. And they did have a product, but it's a Mm t-shirt. And the t-shirt that they put up, which was for sale for one day, says, I waited five months and all I got was this lousy t-shirt with their website and you can get it in black and pink and uh they they did tweet it out there uh you know so don't, don't 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 miss out this t-shirt's full of regrets you know <laughs> you know you gotta get it and it's and like so many people were just like so burned like oh my god we stayed up and i'm glad i didn't stay up till three o'clock but i know others that did and <laughs> i was like oh my god but they they had everybody waiting five months and all i got was a t-shirt so of course i bought it <laughs> i course. had to buy it i i, I hoped it would be here i would have been wearing it tonight just as like a i got it more like a badge of regret <laughs> and, and like you know like the, the failure achievements for you died 10 times in a row like <laughs> achievement unlocked right uh but believe even throughout the whole twitter even before that like they were having so much fun uh just with people you know just just saying stop complaining that it's late that just depends on where you live europe complained last time so blame them it's their fault you know (laughs) like literally you know ha someone hacked us ivan like fix it quickly what time were we supposed to release this you know like they were just literally screwing around and having fun and and whoever's behind it you know is just laughing all the way to the bank kind of deal and uh you know, they call it about the web counter, you know, the gift that keeps on giving because it was constantly doing r- weird, random things. But yeah, this is a legit thing. People have started getting their t-shirts and, uh, <laughs> when a mine eventually comes, you know, uh, we'll see what happens. But it was, it was an April fools that actually got a real product, but not what anybody expected and <laughs> just pissed off
0: people. <laughs> <laughs> nice. What's this? Uh, is this, just, Oh yeah, <laughs> it's just a GIF <laughs> or a gif. Yeah. Depending. Yeah. It's a, uh, for for F five, you mean? Nice,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Just like yeah. Refresh, <laughs> refresh, refresh. Like they know, yeah,
1: they know exactly what they're doing. They're totally <laughs> screwing around with people, and the whole thing is is the, the 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 Twitter is hilarious just because they're doing that and they're playing like oh we're Russians and and even <laughs> though they're most likely Americans just playing as Russians and stereotypical. We need vodka to keep going, and, like, <laughs> and if you scroll down even further, they have like really weird gifts. Like nothing dirty, but just like really, really impressed with the bananas out of his ears and stuff like that. And like, you could tell they're just having fun. But this was a weird April Fool's. And, uh, you know, I'm not the only one that bought the shirt, but it's just <laughs> something that they uh, they did. You know, <laughs> it's just so bizarre what they what they have. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. I know. Like, that's <laughs> Wow. That that's what they've done you know it's just <laughs> it's just so funny so nice. they they know they've been they've been building this up for a while like oh yeah we're, we're ready for you and and they did have the t-shirt available all day on April 1st and then they eventually took it down and their website is just barren now again
0: uh, you had to get it when you had when you could yep nice. one day only nice all right uh moving on greg uh we we almost got a animal crossing port is that right? Yeah, so one of,
2: the, one of the channels I follow for a lot of Animal Crossing news is uh, Mayor Morton. Um, he does a lot of coverage of different things, so like, oh, the change of seasons, oh, here's all the upcoming bugs and fish you can collect. Here's, like, some tips you probably didn't know and taught me a whole lot about the game that I'd never even figured was in the Animal Crossing, so obviously the series in general. So obviously for April, um, April Fool's Day, he made, like, a video of... Um, Saying they're, they're porting New Leaf over to Switch, so pretty much all I did was just to update the New Horizons um, box art, and like there's Steve's down on the screen there, and you know he kind of just points out like, oh, you can see there's Judy and there's like Raymond, so they updated the the animal, like New Horizons villagers are in the game, like I'm like oh since they're already up, they brought Skyward Sword forward. Of course, they're going to bring Animal Crossing like again, yeah, even though there's already another one on there, so. All they pretty much did was just put some of the New Horizons characters on the box art and apparently kind of fooled a number of people in his yeah. comments on his video. So it's like, oh, I thought this was legit. And then because at the end of his videos, he's always make sure to see if you're actually like listening to the whole thing, they'll be like, oh comment April Fools if you made it to the end of the video. And so then that people then realize that took that line at the very end for them to realize, like, oh wait, this is not legit. <laughs> But I kind of figured that as soon as I clicked on the video, there's no way that I would believe Nintendo would be poured over a new one when New Horizons is like decimating sales charts and numbers. So right. it'd be really silly to kind of compete with that, anyways. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm sure people like Roth would absolutely love this, but <laughs> I don't see it as a possibility. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, I don't see that happening. No, not at all. But uh, yeah, I do. Uh, it gets me excited about some of the features that was was in new Leaf. I'd love to still bring over, but uh, but yeah, um, <laughs> it's kind of one of those that yeah, it's a, it's a little more like trying to make people believe that's you know something else, even though uh, you know it's kind of far fetched. But uh, yeah, I always feel bad for those people that actually think it's legit. Um. Yeah. I'm thinking of hopes up for nothing. Yeah. yeah. That's too bad. And like the video that
2: he plays is just like his island. And I know it's like based on um, the starting area of Wild World or something because that was like what, his first mm. game. So if you just saw him running around his island, he has a custom like train area and stuff too. So he's done a number of things and showed me a lot of stuff and even shows off like a few of the um, not economy of functioning glitches. That are in animal crossing as well too so i know that was you can currently plant trees in the middle of paths if you like i'm um, to view like a house or a building on top of paths so nintendo hasn't patched that out yet if you're interested in those kinds of design tricks right now
0: hmm. Hmm. nice all right barry did uh super yeah. super rare have anything this year before
1: I get into <laughs> to that, there's actually breaking news Oh, based on what we just said five minutes ago. Five minutes ago, this is breaking news from Nintendo. We now know why Super Mario 35 was taken down because Pac-Man 99 is coming tomorrow at 6 p.m. Pacific, and it is not oh. a timed thing. This is just announced five minutes ago. This is what's happening. We are getting from Nintendo America's official Twitter. They have got a trailer Pac-Man. and everything. We're getting Pac-Man 99. So that was, I guess, I guess Nintendo can't do two of these or more than two of these at the same time. So Mario died for Pac-Man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Mario it died Tetris 99 Pac-Man. and Mario. We can't do Mario. We have to do, you know, can't do Pac-Man as well and have a third one of these type of games. We have to get rid of Mario. But uh yeah, if you go to the official Twitter, this literally dropped 5 minutes ago or 6 minutes ago and it is officially a thing, Pac-Man 99. Not I did Jack, like is this an April Fools joke?
0: But no, it's not. It is not le- not an April Fools. That yeah, this this seems le- totally legit. Um <laughs> why, I don't I mean, this is crazy. But still I guess their servers just can't handle uh more than one <laughs> battle royale game at the same time or more than two. Well, no, I guess Tetris plane. Yeah. Uh but this is kind of crazy and I I am looking forward to this. This this could be a lot of fun. <laughs> like yeah. like So yeah, if you're watching the video version, we have the the trailer running right now that uh just dropped, but uh yeah. Uh this this looks interesting. Greg, what do you think about this?
2: It's certainly... Obviously, I'm um, pretty well done, I mean, at 99, no one would really think about that either, it's just kind of funny that they would use another retro game to try to bring it forward until today, so it's kind of funny that they would, not really a complete retro game, but like, honestly, take on Tetris you guys are saying, it. so. Yeah. It's pretty cool that they would kind of do that with like, 99 players
0: yeah i i was a huge fan of uh championship edition um one and two and so it kind of seems like a lot of the championship edition stuff is uh brought into this as well and how you're i'm guessing yeah you're sending ghosts and stuff to other people but it seems yeah, like you're sure. also got a bunch of pac men running around at the same time too so i don't know it comes out tomorrow so uh yeah i guess we'll i'll add that to uh my oh wait a second i i forgot there there's paid content as well so you can get all these extra versions of uh the game as well galaga is yeah. in there nice galaga look at that this is this is and, awesome and
1: i wonder if there's gonna be a physical with these uh with these extra skins
0: and stuff like that since there's paid content yeah it kind of feels like they're they're taking a very similar approach to tetris 99 and uh Kind of just like, hey, we can do this with with Pac-Man as well. And so. Well, it's would, not
1: timed either. Like, it's right. not
0: like a timed thing. This will stay. Yeah. So that's cool. Well, breaking yeah. news. Sorry that's, to interrupt. <laughs> no, no, no. That's awesome. Not April Fool's Day related, but, uh, but is exciting news. So that's cool. Yes. So, anyways, so, back to, our back, to back, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> back to podcast. Yeah, back April Fools. Uh, yeah, uh, what, did did Super Rare do anything this year?
1: <laughs> Super Rare just pretty much put out a a tweet, uh, which is probably my least favorite type of April Fools joke that can be there, where literally saying breaking news or big news. We listen to Super Rare games, which which for those that don't know. Is another limited company that takes digital games on the Switch and makes them physically. I was making a big change to give you what you asked for. After our 50th release, we will move away from physical games to focus exclusively on digital games. Taking suggestions for our new name, but this brand new era, <laughs> and uh, and obviously that would kill their entire business. So it's it's one of those that you can see a mile away being an obvious fake, but it's interesting to to see something you know, a company just say we're gonna literally kill our entire business model. <laughs> and I'm sure there are some people that honestly believe it, like, oh my God, you know, is this real? It probably caught a few people like, oh, I'm glad I got the first fifty. Like that's gonna be the whole set. Like, no, that that would be stupid. That would that would be killing the company. Uh but but that's what they decided to uh to do for
0: April Fools. Nice. Well you know uh Nintendo is already doing that having uh <laughs> rare digital games so in <laughs> and, and connection to what That's we just true. talked about uh so yeah wouldn't be totally unheard of but uh still kind of dumb but <laughs> wouldn't yeah. be unheard of <laughs> so. oh man so yeah if you uh if you had some other uh april fools joke uh that you guys found online that has to do with uh, nintendo or video games in general uh be sure to toss that in the live chat but also in the comments after the fact we'd love to to see what was out there maybe there's something that that, uh, we overlooked um that was uh really great to uh to just have some fun and laugh and uh especially you know we're we're Hopefully, closer and closer to the end of uh, of this pandemic. But it was nice to actually be able to to laugh at uh, at April Fools again this year. Um, this wasn't so funny last year. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, moving on to some news. Uh, looks like E three is coming back. Uh, last year, uh, speaking of the COVID nineteen pandemic, we did have uh, E three went on. A little hiatus as well as like a bunch of other uh, events and things like that. We've talked about it plenty over the last year, but uh, E3 is coming back this year. It's going to be a digital only event and it's going to be June 12th through the 15th. And you can head to E3Expo.com for more information on that. But uh, yeah, several companies are going to be attending uh, this online event and have uh, a bunch of uh, game interaction and, and shows and things like that so we don't really know exactly what it's going to be like um, but Nintendo is going to be there and so is Xbox Capcom Konami Ubisoft take 2 Warner Brothers and Koch media um, however Sony EA Activision Blizzard uh, Sega Bandai Namco and Square Enix are not attending um, but uh, but Nintendo will be there uh, most likely with a uh, Nintendo direct that is all e3 uh, centered around e3 and all the big announcements and stuff like that so uh, looks like they'll they'll be coming back in that way and uh yeah it's they're gonna have some different reveals like i said it's probably gonna be a lot of shows um but uh i'm interested to see if they're gonna be able to do anything beyond just the presentations like one after another if they're going to uh allow us i know we've just we've talked about before what if they're able to do some sort of interactive uh demos time demos and things like that that they were able to to get to us at home um maybe I know that Nintendo's done stuff with uh, Best Buy before and partnered with them and say so you can go to your local Best Buy and try these games uh, in addition to the E3 show floor. You can but also try them there. is that a good thing there.
1: during a pandemic? Probably not.
0: go into but, lines in the retailer. Probably not, but... <laughs> You know, it's another way, I guess, of, of making it happen. But yeah, like, what do, what do you guys think of E3? Like, is, is this a good move or should they just have waited until they can actually do uh, E3 the quote unquote right way by doing it in person again? What do you think, Barry?
1: I think this is absolutely the right move. I mean, there's no, even if they were to do a live show, um, you need any type of live show <clears throat> is expensive. So, in order to put a show like that on, not only do you need to recoup the cost that it, you know you spend to put on the show, but you also need to make profit. And with the pandemic going on now, how many people will feel safe going to one of these shows? You have to obviously limit how many people are there, and limit to you know the the floor space is only so much, you know, so big. So if you have a lot of people in line, you have to space out six feet apart. Uh, it became becomes a logistical nightmare even with vaccines going out um not everybody's going to feel safe so i think this year this is the absolute best option as for what nintendo could do outside of a direct because i think i think at this point it's a very safe bet to say there will be a nintendo direct e3 2021 i mean I, i think that's just a safe bet but i do also see them doing the treehouse like they've done before um where they just do they've already done multiple treehouses you know, just via Zoom calls where everybody's on different channels and one person plays. And they could absolutely do one of those and just have the developers on a Zoom call while they talk and play the games, which is what they have did anyway. So the Treehouse, I can absolutely see them continuing and just making it, you know, multiple days like before. Uh, Other companies, you know, I could definitely see, you know, Microsoft doing a digital presentation and, you know, the other ones that are there doing a digital presentation. And it seems like the ones that aren't showing don't often do a presentation themselves. Like Square does sometimes, but only sometimes. And if they don't have enough to show, they're just not even going to bother. That's not to say we won't see stuff from Square or Sega in Nintendo's Direct. They're just not going to be doing a, a standalone thing. As for demos, I think hands down... I, I can definitely see Microsoft doing it a hundred percent. I could see Microsoft giving digital demos out for people to play. I hope Nintendo does it as well. I think that'd be great. Nintendo's great at putting things on for a limited amount of time. So I can <laughs> see them say, this is a five day demo, play it now and you know, forever hold your peace. Uh, and I think they would get a lot of good feedback, especially if they pulled like what they do with like bravely default and, and Octopath traveler and all that from square where they do a survey mm-hmm. and they say, Hey, because you played this demo, what do you think? And gain a lot of feedback, because most of these games will be you know, still in development, so they're not fully fleshed out, not fully done. And I think that would be a, a really cool thing for them to do. Because yeah. it's Nintendo, I can see them saying, hey, we're only going to have a demo at the Nintendo New York store, and we're going to limit it to eight people, uh, so good luck <laughs> being something stupid like that. i I could also see them doing something like the best buy because i because i don't think it's a good decision i can see them doing it on a normal (laughs) year it would be a great decision i liked when they did it before but in a year like this still i think it's a terrible decision because you're going to get people saying screw it i want to play the late you know breath of the wild too and they're going to line up and who knows if it becomes a super spreader event or if everyone you had to show your vaccination card but that only applies if you you know, get inside. Waiting in line outside. Do you have your? You have your vaccination card. Someone sneezes. Everyone gets. You know, it just it could be a logistical nightmare, uh, yep. just for bad press. So the safest bet is just to have people download the demos in their home. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can have them self destruct, Mission Impossible style too. After five mm-hmm. days, or whatever. Yeah. Or like, uh, like the Monster Hunter demo, where it's like you can play this thirty times, and mm-hmm. then after that you can't. You could say you could play this demo two times or three times, and then it's dead or something like that.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Jared suggesting they could also do online signups, um, for, for in-store demos and things like that, which you could do. You just sign up for a certain time slot. Um, that could, that could be possible, um, for sure too. So I don't know, be, uh, interesting to see how they go about it. I think, I think it's possible though. I, th- I think it's, it's possible to make it, make it good. Um, it won't be the same, but maybe more people will actually be able to participate in E3 this way. And it's not costing a fortune to go to, that was just great. Um, so media, I think you're going to be able to get in for free, uh, like usual, but, um, I'm pretty sure I, I glanced through the, the whole sign up and everything, but I'm pretty sure anyone can a- attend online for free. Um, which is, which is really great to just open that up to, to everyone, um, yeah, Greg, what do you think about uh, all digital E3? I
2: mean, it's my preference obviously because we can't travel there, and it's kind of a lot to expect this, especially in our U.S. where we're trying to get everyone vaccinated right now. So it's completely understandable that they're doing this, and I definitely support them for moving forward. That we still have something for everybody; else. they can still watch like news on their favorite companies and stuff. It's I'm obviously kind of surprising that Sony hasn't even committed to it yet, but I know there's been some stuff with them saying like, "Oh, like we just want to do our own events from now on." So I don't know if like that could be Sony like more holding back out of E3 just to do their own things. So don't really know what's going on there, but I would absolutely love if they did some demos. I mean, they did do those things for Splatoon and I think Arms even for mm-hmm. to test out the online. Multi-server things, but that was for non E3 events. It would be nice if they actually did have a lot of playable games that normally are at E3 to be played at home. But I know they're very sensitive to people like oh, trying to read all the source code and finding out information on the game and everything. So that's I think that's why they're very cautious on those types of things. I mean, that's what we've seen. Like oh, they're using N64 emulators because it was used on Mario 3D World and was perfect dark and, um, paper Mario 64 and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. they're not always the best at covering up those kinds of obscure things in the code. So it'd be nice if we did have a demo, but not mm-hmm. in my fingers crossed that it <laughs> will happen.
0: Yeah. One of the interesting things is that, uh, E3 usually runs, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Uh, and, uh, this year, if you didn't catch when, uh, June 12th is that's a Saturday. So it's a Saturday through Tuesday this year. Um, so a lot of times there, there are the extra things that kind of happen pre E3 that kind of lead into it. And that sometimes even starts as early as the Friday before that Tuesday, um, kind of all the stuff that's leading into it. But this year specifically, it will be a Saturday through Tuesday, um, why do, you, do you guys have any speculation on like why they would uh, change the dates up? Why wouldn't they, wouldn't they stick with that whole like Tuesday through Thursday like they usually do?
1: Uh, my guess is people will be off of work, and they'll be able to catch it. It'll be easier for them. Uh, that's my guess. I mean, I feel they've kept the Tuesday through Thursday probably because those are the cheapest days to rent out the convention center. I'm sure weekends are significantly more expensive. And since it was a physical thing, it's all about, you know, keeping it cheap so that they can run the show and, you know, make a profit since they don't have to worry about that anymore. May as well do it on the weekends when people can catch more of the stuff, uh, get more eyes on it. So that's my prediction. And as as uh, Greg talked about Sony, I do not think Sony is going to be there, but it wouldn't surprise me if Sony had a state of play
0: that just happened to be airing, during this time period. Right. Right. Well, I think that's, that's one of the things that I'm kind of confused about, like what, what really makes it officially E3, like whether it's branded that or not, whether it's also featured on the E3 YouTube channel or like, well, yeah, that that's or basically website, it. but like people could still do really easily like before when they wanted to do their own thing they had to rent out their own space and all that stuff but it's really easy to just like also throw their state of play video up the same week week weekend as uh e3 and then like oh yeah we weren't technically a part of e3 but they are i, I don't know greg you got any insight on this
2: um yeah i mean that's i guess that's with april fools too you can just kind of throw your hat in the ring and <laughs> right. like, oh, I'm gonna do this so i can be part of it so and there's nothing stopping them from just saying like oh here's maybe they just don't want to be associated with the e3 brand and then they want to comply with like oh well xbox is showing their presentation at 11 a.m on saturday like oh we also wanted 11 a.m on saturday mm. for our state of play so i don't know if they're able to do something like that right you know, like, oh well nintendo's always been day three which is tuesday so it's i don't know so
0: yeah that's a good point. Like, yeah, if they're a part of the E3, they got to share time so they're not overlapping. But if you're not a, officially a part of E3, I can just toss my video up whenever I want to, to like maybe overtake it and compete and everything. Could be, could be an interesting s- E3. <laughs> I can see them doing that over Microsoft or most
1: likely Microsoft. I can see them doing it over Nintendo as well. I can't see them doing it over any other platform. Uh, company because all those companies put games on yeah. playstation so they wouldn't want to piss off their partners but at the same time microsoft is, you know has a chance to maybe bring stuff to playstation i don't know it just seems dirty like i remember there was the one year where square enix was like overtaking nintendo slot and people complained and like square enix moved they're mm-hmm. like oh we're gonna move our thing up so that nintendo could have their slot you know if honestly the gaming industry as a whole is an ecosystem and, you know, Nintendo, you know, congratulates everybody. And Microsoft is probably truthfully the friendliest of the big three when it comes to congratulating and all that stuff. And Sony is the most arrogant of them. You know, they were the first to pull out of E3. They're the first to say we could do our own thing. Granted, Nintendo pulled out of physical shows. They were always there and they definitely had the big stages and everything. Uh, So I could see Sony's arrogance going that way and trying that, but, you know, I'm sure they're not very thrilled about having to put MLB the show on Xbox Game Pass day (laughs) one (laughs) at the same time. I'm sure that's not something they're really happy about. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. But there are also, there's much more crossover nowadays too i mean like microsoft just keeps putting out games on the switch and so but only way, on the only on the switch so that, that's kind of a little bit of uh you know they probably wouldn't compete either and then and yet yeah you do have the yeah the the show coming out on xbox game pass which is just crazy so like it seems like in a lot of ways we're we're kind of moving forward maybe a little bit beyond the uh the console war stuff and then yet there's other stuff that still fires it up and yeah it, again could be very interesting E3 uh this year I unfortunately will actually be unavailable to watch and attend and participate for the first time in Um, I don't even know how long, probably ever. Um, Yeah, I'll actually be out of the country uh, during that weekend and uh, unable to participate. So it's so sad, Uh, but hopefully nothing like for my sake. And, and a selfish my sake, I'm hoping <laughs> nothing big is going to be announced while I'm gone. <laughs> you heard this. Steve's going to be gone. Big, big drums, big
1: drops. Oh. The megaton announcements are happening.
0: Oh, I, I, it's going either. to happen. We're going to have all this Breath of the Wild 2 stuff and Metroid Prime 4. And uh, yeah, I'm going to come went. back and like finally get back into uh, Wi Fi range in the airport and like just be bombarded by everything. Uh, it's going to be crazy.
1: <laughs> the first thing you do is go to the E3 site and just like, Watch Nintendo's thing before anything <laughs> spoiled for you. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <I'll> be like- <laughs> hopefully you'll be back by Tuesday though, so we could do our podcast.
0: Um, I I'm supposed to get back the that Monday, Good. I think. Yeah. So hopefully it all works out well, <laughs> and hopefully I'm not you know stranded in some other country because of some you know pandemic thing or whatever. Um, Hope you're knows? vaccinated. <laughs> we'll see uh all right uh let's move on uh to our last big story before we hit some headlines today uh and that is that super nintendo world uh the mario kart ride uh koopa's challenge was uh we've we're getting reports that it was made with a game engine so you can actually update uh the the entire ride with new characters themes and and more um the uh the game's uh Director, I think it is, um, and Garalt Garotti, I think is is what his last name is. Um, he said that we've used technology also in the design process. We built the entire land in virtual reality, and the design team could look around and place uh, at at a place and get sightings and figure out where to move elements. Um, the entire ride was built in a game engine, so they can jump in uh at the last second if they wanted to and say completely change the ride around maybe they want to build something around a specific uh event that's going on or upgrade a certain thing or put additional characters in or let's say Mario Kart 9 comes out and it's got something special and they want to bring that into the ride as well uh stuff like that so the entire uh game or the entire ride being made in a a and uh, a game engine, uh, allows it to be one of the most updatable, <laughs> like, uh, amusement park rides, uh, that I think exists right now. Um, so yeah, i just love to kind of give you guys a uh, take on this and maybe hear some speculation, some ideas, maybe like what you would like to see Nintendo do with this kind of technology that they could easily just update uh, this ride just, you know, on the fly if they, if they wanted to. Greg, what do you think about this?
2: That's honestly really cool because, I mean, if they ever want to do like a seasonal thing, like they could just slap some like Christmas hats or something on some of the characters and the races and... All sorts of very easy theme adjustments, just for like a time of year, like those costumes kind of thing. So, especially if they need to update any new characters in there, like if there's like a big character from the next Mario game that they want to put on the ride, then they can easily mode it by just inserting the character into the ride. So, I I definitely think that's really cool the way they do that, and it'd be obviously much nicer for other attractions and rides and stuff at other theme parks. It that easily, but obviously this is very much state of the art right now. So I'm hoping it will transfer over to other
0: kind of attractions and stuff, but other theme parks as well. Cool, cool, Barry. What do you think about this?
1: You know, it's interesting. You guys are talking about uh, the implications of putting this to, uh, in the, the ride and updating it, and you know, I think that's really cool. Just to, to state the upgradableness of, of this ride. But my initial thoughts when I heard this were the opposite, hmm. where, oh my God, they can do something similar as what they did with F-Zero GX. And if you'd never played F-Zero GX on the GameCube, one of the cool things about that game, besides it being the last actual F-Zero game, is it actually had a sister game called F-Zero AX, which was only in the arcades, and inside GX are the arcade AX courses that you could unlock. I don't know if you had to unlock them officially or you had to use like a Game Shark, but they were all there. And it was really great because if you couldn't find one of those arcade machines, you could still play all those extra courses that were exclusive. And it just expanded the roster of the, the game. And imagine Mario Kart 9 or 10 or whatever, where they actually have cups that are Super Nintendo World cups. And they're actually riding... Racing on the courses that were designed for the history of this park, like here's the launch, you know, race, and here's the Halloween updated race and the Christmas race or whatever races, and however many they do, just easy expand in this way. A, some of these races will obviously be gone; you won't be able to race them anymore in the park, and now they'll be immortally brought there. But it also expands the roster of the the game. And if you can't get to a Super Nintendo World, you you don't want to go to a theme park. You can race those races.
0: Uh, you know, at home. Hmm. That'd be really cool too. But here we go. You know, wa- raising our expectations way too high. Probably not going to happen. <laughs> but never gonna happen. that would be cool, though, <laughs> for sure. Um, Yeah, I think hopefully they they do utilize this. I think in both ways because I think both would be really cool to. I I love the idea of being able to update it. But I also, yeah, what that'd be really cool if we could bring that home and uh and have that experience or or at least a similar enough experience where it, it's uh you know still able to live on in mario kart 9 or whatever they end up calling it um they're really cool so um just uh yeah checking out the chat looks like uh you guys are having some great conversations but not quite what we're talking about but it's <laughs> carry on. I'm not saying that's bad. I'm just making sure that I don't need to reference anything that uh, you guys have said uh, about what we've been talking <laughs> about. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that brings us to the end of our, our big news tonight. Uh, let's hit some headlines before we uh, before we move on and talk about what we're going to be playing for the next week. Um, and uh, I'll start off. Uh, there's, a, there's a little update um, for your Nintendo Switch uh, 12.0 has been added to the uh, Nintendo Switch firmware. So before you get really, really excited and think, oh my gosh, all these different things are coming to the Nintendo Switch, finally it's a big update. They went from like 11.1 point something to 12.0. That means big update. No, no, basically there was a save data backup feature that in some rare cases uh, had some interruptions in, the commu- in communication errors. So they fixed that. That's basically it. However, there was also uh, Oatmeal Dome on Twitter uh, did find out as well that the Dock's f- internal firmware uh, can now be updated with this update. It allowed the the Dock to also be updated. So I don't really know what that uh, is going to bring to the Switch in the future. Maybe nothing at all. But uh, but yeah, 12.0 is out, and uh, maybe it fixes some data issues that maybe you have and maybe we'll get some cool stuff in the firmware for the dock in the future. Who knows?
1: Since we uh, were talking about April Fool's, the best kind of April Fool's joke are those that actually come to fruition, those that are so cool, we would love to see them happen and they actually do. And that's something that happened last year. Uh, April Fool's Platinum Games announced Soul Cresta and it seemed like this was a joke, but turns out it, it's not. It's actually coming with partnership with Hamster Corporation as part of a new Neo Classics arcade series. Uh, it is actually a shmup, and it is a, like a cross between Moon Cresta and Terra Cresta. And uh, no, no platforms, no, no info on release date or anything. It's just this here's the trailer, but this is legit coming. And I love, I love when an April Fool's joke turns out to be real.
2: So any Monster Hunter Rise fans out there, you'll be glad to hear that uh, it has now reached 5 million sales worldwide. So that's only after being out for a little over a week. So that's very good. Congratulations to the team over there at uh, Capcom. And pretty much they just go on to say that there's very strong sales growth and reception has been very positive and there's lots of new gameplay features and everything that they we're touting everything to everybody else. So, yeah, if you haven't got a chance to check it out, you can be at your check it out for yourself uh, and add to the sales numbers.
0: Nice, nice. If you guys uh, remember last year, because E3 uh, did not happen, uh, Jeff Keeley and some friends uh, started up Summer Games, uh, specifically Summer Game Fest. And uh, it's coming back this year. Um, we don't really know a whole lot about it, uh, what's going to happen or anything like that. But, uh, summer game fest is officially coming back starting in June. And, uh, essentially it's kind of several different things that happen throughout the summer that kind of highlight, uh, and showcase different, uh, video games throughout the the year. So sometimes it's, uh, exclusive, uh, interviews. Sometimes it's some cool gameplay that we've not seen before. Sometimes it's, uh, you know, um, just game announcements, um, companies and stuff coming on. So, uh, yeah, you can sign up on SummerGameFest.com for more information.
1: And uh, we teased about this before, that Animal Crossing was going to come to Build-A-Bear. And they announced yesterday that, hey, we're going to have the announcement officially today. And we're going to find out who they picked. So if you're hoping for your absolute favorite villager to get a -A Build-A-Bear treatment, or maybe... Yeah, certain blathers or a Timmy or Tommy or maybe a Mr. Rossetti, These classic characters, you would be totally out of luck because they only announced two. They announced Tom Nook and Isabel, which were the two most obvious choices. Um, It's sad that no no one else got any love. Um, But they are apparently, I don't know if they already sold out and they might be coming back or they just haven't gone up for sale yet, but they are the bundle for the Animal Crossing New Horizons Tom Nook or Isabel with the summer gift bundle with theme music is uh, $51, or you can get it instead of theme music, you can get them with phrases and that is also $51.
2: And This last he- headline is directed primarily at Hussein for our Fortnite fans <laughs> out there. So beginning on March 30th, there, there wasn't an update to increase the player experience, and I know that sounds like the normal hodgepodge that you hear when they normally update it, but no, they actually gave us some details on that. So, what does this mean? The, the update will um, provide significantly improved resolution in both handheld and dock modes. So, Steve's showing um, the article on screen that shows that like, the handheld mode was going from a thousand by um, five hundred and sixty all the way up to eleven seventy by six sixty, and then docked went from 1390 by 780 to 1560 by 880, so that's a 38 increase, 38 uh, percent increase in pixels in handheld mode. And then they even did a, a few screenshots to compare uh, the very what what the you still look like and what it what it will look like. So any Fortnite fans, be sure to check out this latest update and zoom playing on Switch.
0: Cool. Cool. Uh, Yeah, before we uh, move on, uh, any thoughts about any of those stories, Barry? Anything stand out that you want to talk about or share any thoughts about before we move on?
1: I'm happy to see Summer Game Fest return. Uh, I didn't really pay attention to it last year. I I think it was just, it was too many small little events, Mm -hmm. and I just, I like everything, like, in one event that I could watch, like a direct or something like that. So uh, I'm just happy it's you know still going on. Uh, it seems like Summer Game Fest, like um, the New Games Plus Expo and stuff like that, stepped in when E3 was gone. And now with E3 back that's not stopping these companies or these groups to still putting on game shows. Summer game fest is coming back. New games plus expo aired, uh, you know, a few weeks ago. And I love that because it's just more video game news. That means there's enough games out there to talk about. Cause you can't have a show. If you're just going to say like, we have two games. yay. You might as well just announce it as just a trailer of shadow drop, like, like Pac-Man 99. Um, I'm happy again about soul Cresta. I love, again, I love April Fool's jokes that come to <laughs> fruition. I downloaded the new system update on Switch. Nothing really happened. And and you know what? I, I did not get into Monster Hunter Rise. I know a lot of people love it. I'm so happy for those people and they're having fun. And, you know, it's this is a big thing for Switch. Uh, it's a big thing for Nintendo. And uh, I hope they capitalize on it.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. Greg, any thoughts about
0: any of this?
2: Yeah, the Build-A-Bear one seems kind of random, but I'm um, kind of like what you were saying, that I'm surprised there's not a few more characters like KK Slider and um, some other big ones like Golver and I don't know, just some of the other ones that seem to show up a lot more, but I don't know, I mean Isabelle and Tom Nook is usually the place to start, I and mean, those are the ones that are in Smash Brothers, so <laughs> gotta strike the iron while it's hot there, I guess. that's true. be interesting to see if they do any other promotions with that.
1: Mhm. Yeah, yeah is the tip of the iceberg. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's <laughs> like the Mario Lekko, like, "Oh, here's just a few packs," and then like, "Oh, here comes mm-hmm. the big
0: stuff." Like <laughs> Right. Right. Uh, yeah, I think um <clears throat> I said in the chat as well, but I I would love to uh get a KK slider. Um that's the that's the one that would send me over um and actually make me order a Build-a-Bear for for KK slider. So, hopefully that eventually comes out. Um I actually, I, I think it's cool that Fortnite got an update. Um, if I'm going to play Fortnite, I'm going to play probably on Xbox instead. But I didn't realize how bad the resolution was to start with. <laughs> and so that was actually the the big thing that I took from uh, from that announcement was like, that's cool that it's better now. But I wow, that was not the greatest to start with. Um, and, uh, yeah, just really more than anything else disappointed in the, uh, this update for, for switch. Um, I don't know. I don't understand their whole numbering scheme sequence, whatever, like this is not a big update. Why did you jump from 11.1 or whatever, all the way to 12, just for fixing bad, you know, save data like that, that doesn't, you know, match up well at all. Um. I don't know what's going to happen from this this dock thing like they can update the the firmware of the dock that seems interesting. I guessing nothing's going to happen from it at all. Um but it would be cool if they could somehow tweak it and and make docked games even better and be able to to boost some performance in some way. I don't know how. Um but uh but that's I guess kind of cool that that there maybe is a possibility there. I don't know. Yeah, I mean,
2: I was surprised uh, by that numbering thing, too. Like, I was watching the Nintendo uh, Life video, and it was just like, you yeah, know, we'll just randomly throw out an update, like, we'll make it a major number, and, oh, there's nothing really included in here, really. So, mm-hmm. I don't know, that's kind of mind-boggling. They couldn't give us other quality of life updates. I mean, people have been asking for folders and more themes and that kind of stuff. Even that would have been fine. Just to have something smaller in there along with all those save data fixes and stuff so at least warrant like a major update but i don't know they they do them and (laughs) watch like um update like 12.0.3 have like all new folders or something (laughs) Right. right
1: so uh and just an added little extra headline kind of deal uh, we, we talked about Bowen Wonderworld before many mm-hmm. a times uh, since. Uh, so apparently... Jakester's favorite game. Yeah, it's Jakester's favorite game. <laughs> um, so apparently it has come out that it sold poorly worldwide. Big surprise. Last week's Japanese charts revealed that the physical copy of the game didn't even manage to break the top 30 in its opening week. And it reportedly sold fewer than 2,100 copies. <laughs> and apparently in Japan and similar story elsewhere. Uh, that's... Terrible! Wow, for a Square Enix title and Yuji Naka, that that it's just terrible.
0: So who knows what the story is with this game going forward? Wow. Well, that's that's kind of surprising too to to hear that that it's like also like you know like some of those games just I guess like all of the 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 uh, demo. And reviews, I guess, just totally killed the momentum for it because there was no review copies sent out. Oh, that's true, so <laughs> no reviews wow. on day one that's <laughs> that's something wow, <laughs> Jakester said in the chat, yeah, it's absolutely favorite game of twenty twenty one it might make uh <laughs> might make our list at the end of the year, maybe not for the best of the year, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe not, <laughs> although I'm not gonna buy it. Uh, just to see, I'll have to try out the uh, the demo, but I'm. Oh, you gonna, have to try. Out the I'm demo. not going to buy the uh, game just to have it on my worst of the year list. <laughs> just out of curiosity, you got to try the demo. Yeah, absolutely. Oh man, it's uh, still up. <laughs> So, uh, before we get into talking about what's going to come out over the next week and what we're going to be playing over this next week, uh, just want to remind you guys, if you have not hit that subscribe button, uh, here on YouTube or on your favorite podcast app, make sure you do that. Share it with other people. If you are here on YouTube, make sure that you hit that like button and also the bell so you can be alerted every time we post a new video, every time we go live, uh, and Hassan just joined the chat. Hassan, we just talked about Fortnite just a bit ago. Um, so, uh, that, that was for you. Shout out to Hussen, uh, our original podcast uh, host and the guy that started this whole thing. Um, good to see you in the chat, Hassan. Uh, but uh, yeah, if you guys have not uh, followed us on social media, please do that at Nintendo Fuse on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. And also be sure to join our Discord if you have not done so yet. It's a great way to just jo- uh, join this growing community here at Nintendo Fuse and uh, be able to chat about games and uh, so much more in between the episodes. We absolutely love just chatting with you guys and uh, hearing what's going on. So all those links are going to be in the show notes, also in the YouTube description uh, as well. So so make sure you uh check that out uh all right so over this next week um there's there's a game coming out barry um i, I think it's called yes. trails of cold steel 4 have you heard of that game? It came out today. It came, came out, out today. today. It's a brand new uh, release, and uh, also Island. I and I took note was uh, also coming out. Um, but uh, yeah, there's a there's a few other games that are gonna be coming out. Um, it's a couple that that grab my attention um, for some different weird ways. Um, I I don't know how we can have a game called Delicious Pretty Girls uh, in in our world today. Uh that kind of seems weird. Um but uh Delicious Pretty Girls Mahjong Solitaire uh is, is coming out uh, in a couple of days. Um and uh and then a couple other games that uh that, that kind of I saw that was interesting. Uh a game called What the Dub also comes out that day. You can dub over uh movie scenes, but you type in your your uh dubbed uh phrase and it's like a computer voice that dubs it over the this the the scene and like people will vote on which one they think is the best um there's also a game called say no more and it's they call it an npg it's a no playing no np yeah role playing game and no playing game so you just say no apparently in a world that is saying to say yes i don't understand some of these games i i think it's cool that uh you know some of these games are coming out because you know it's stretching what video games are and kind of taking them in different directions and all that stuff. But some of these games, I don't quite understand, but, uh, you know, we also getting, we're getting Dot .cat. So that that's cool. And if you're up for uh, really cheap games, Tori 3d is only 99 cents. And that's coming out on uh, April 9th. So uh, I know some of these games are, you guys are really excited about, uh, especially so much more than trails of cold steel four. I mean, Barry, like I know hike you're, you're so much more excited about that and, and candy match kitties. Um, but uh, are you, you getting ch- time to actually play trails of cold steel <laughs> with, with all these, you know, other games coming out. <laughs>
1: The the good news for me is I've already played Trails of Cold Steel, so <laughs> I'm I'm good on there. But I do implore everybody to play that game because it is amazing. But play at least play the third one first. Uh, absolutely must play games. Uh, I as for like the list, there's some good stuff. Poison Control is coming out. That's another NIS. Um, House uh, in Fada uh, Morgana is apparently a very good visual novel that uh, I probably will be playing when the physical from Limited Run shows up. Um, but yeah, it's a, definitely a better week than the last week. But my main goal is I'm I'm gonna finish Tokyo Xanadu. and then uh, after that, who knows? Uh, I might start another marathon, or well, actually, yeah, I, I might do something because next week is a Final Fantasy 14 update. So I'm, I don't want to get like be too involved in something so I can enjoy that content uh, and give some love to that game because uh, yeah, otherwise, delicious. Pretty
0: girls, Mahjong, Sawater might get me. I don't know. It <laughs> could be a really fun game. <laughs> I will say, cozy cozy Grove also uh, kind of looks interesting as well.
1: Legends of Talia Arcadia looks interesting until I saw the two ninety nine price, and like the artwork looks fantastic. <laughs> right? And I'm like, at two ninety nine, this is probably not going to be
0: fantastic. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. There. I feel like. Yeah, what does that do? Like, I I feel that same way too. There's a lot of games that I see, they're like, oh, that seems kind of cool, and then the price is like, oh, only three dollars, and it's probably not going to be that good. Um, it may be fantastic. They just may have uh, you know really knocked down the price really low. But I I, I feel the same way sometimes. Uh, Greg, what do you what do you look forward to uh, playing over this next week? Is it is going to be a a little uh, don't say no or what the dub? <laughs>
2: Oh, you know it now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's probably just me more Bowser's Fury and getting that wrapped up and probably jumping back into Animal Crossing Pokemon Sword most likely. Um I was kind of surprised that like, there's that game for ninety nine cents. I thought there was the thing Nintendo didn't want games under two ninety nine or one ninety nine. I know we had like a headline or something that we reported on it previously, so I was I was just like, wait a minute, I thought they weren't allowing games less than like ninety nine or something.
0: Right. My guess is that it's, uh, they got it in before that change took place. Um, I don't know like when that cutoff was, but they may have already assigned it a release day and price. And then like, it, and maybe it was already in place before they, they made that change, but I don't know for sure.
2: Because I almost thought they were going to like force like all games, like to update the price to be at least that minimum value to, but. I don't know. It could only be
0: for until they do update it, I guess. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um looking at the chat, uh, looks like Jake said that it's uh Astro Aqua Kitty. Sounds interesting. I agree. Um, is there is that a in a series? Because I feel like there's yeah, Astro Kitty, Kitty or Aqua Kitty, okay. No, Aqua
1: Kitty. No. Yeah. And I think they so have up one of those Natalia games. Natalia game, and apparently it is a visual novel. It came out in like 2017. It was on Steam. It got like a 7 out of 10 from people that Mm. are saying it. And the the artwork looks fantastic. So, you know, you never know. $2.99, maybe maybe it's worth it.
0: Mm. Nice. I do say it kind of seems like there's more and more of those uh, mm, less than like subpar mobile games that are making their way over to Switch here recently. Um, kind of seems like uh, almost like it was in the day of the Wii. Like lots of shovelware that's kind of making its way onto the Switch here recently. Um, not necessarily in physical form, but the uh, the eShop is kind of getting overwhelmed by by some of that. Um, there's some there's some gems in the middle of all that, but but similar to the Wii, uh, I you had to kind of. You know, make your way through a, a lot of the junk to find the the really good ones. And uh, luckily for for Barry, not all of them are coming to physical because you'd have to buy them all. There's <laughs> still plenty that make it to physical. Let me tell you.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean Barry could be under contract to get that uh, my kit Dot Kitty or whatever
0: front. That's right. Cartridges. Get Dot Cat on your uh, uh, on your publishing. List.
1: I mean, we we could definitely reach out, but you know, I don't know <laughs> if it's necessarily a game
0: worth it. <laughs> It actually does look kind of interesting, um but uh, yeah, it, it you you be a cute kitten. that's the that that's some quality description of a game right there. One like yeah. two sentences your your tagline is be you a cute kitten that that sells it. Why aren't you it's just handing over your 999 right now?
1: Not even proper English. <laughs> be you a cute kitten. Oh my God. But that, you got to avoid
0: is. obstacles and beat enemies looking for the end of each stage.
1: <laughs> Sounds like every other 2D <laughs> platforming game.
0: Well, if you played .cat over this next week, please report back. We'd love to uh, know what your experience is like with .cat. <laughs> but
2: Barry, this says it's an adventure game, so <laughs> you have to go on an adventure.
0: That's right, to get Barry, to yeah. the Simple end of the stage. Just...
2: Might just, yes, have a simple it. just running to the right and there's
1: the end of the stage oh there's ups and downs i could definitely see some verticals scrolling there but it's still a 2d platformer
0: <laughs> yeah at this point uh tori 3d looks uh a lot better and you're only going to spend 99 cents so <laughs> at least uh it's got a legit description though i mean look at that thing the fastest bird alive. It's got several features listed out, nine levels with unique elements, late nineties, low poly aesthetic. That's 99 cents. Like, don't spend your money on nine 999 for uh for dot cat. Go get low, what's this thing called? Low Tory <laughs> Tory <laughs> Tor- 3D. That's that's where you spend your one dollar right there. Tory three D. So they
1: dropped hey, so
0: hey, Toki for this. <laughs> so the legend of that actually has a big description. Ooh. All right. It, it does. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So if, if you haven't done so yet, hey, check out Nintendo.com. You're going to find a bunch of games that are listed over there and you don't even have to pull open your uh, your eShop to to see all the games. But there's actually a whole bunch of games that are on sale right now too um, that have been... Like, I feel like they do sales all the time, but I've, there's a lot of games that are on sale. So if you haven't checked out the eShop recently, um, be sure to do that and hit that sales uh, deals and sales tab or whatever it's called. You know, I actually haven't opened up, uh, turned on my Switch in um, probably over two weeks. Oh, my God, Steve. <laughs> Hosting a Nintendo, F- Nintendo, fan. Nintendo uh, fan podcast, and I have not even turned on my Switch for a while. <laughs> well, Steve. I I've turned it on. But only to uh, to get a couple things in Rocket League and then transfer them over to my Xbox game. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah uh, change
2: that. <coughs> <coughs> this is it turning to the Wii U era again for Steve, where he just
0: falls out? <laughs> I, it's basically because all I'm playing is Rocket League here lately. So, and it's you play that on Split. Far better. Oh, no it's, one's
2: stopping you from playing. on
0: I am stopping myself. It's far better <laughs> on Xbox. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we're going to be back on April 13th uh, with episode 228. Uh, we are so grateful for you guys uh, just checking us out. Um, if you haven't done so yet, please just uh, subscribe and share it with other people. Uh, Barry, what's, what do you got going on? Any uh, other big podcast uh, You know, uh, guest starring roles or <laughs> other games you're releasing over the next week or anything like that?
1: Uh, I will say we're, we're not releasing another game this week or anything like that, but we are in preps to make a, uh, a, another big announcement soon. Um, and also, I am possibly uh, going to be joining as a, you know, a, a guest for a podcast called Hunting Pixels uh, next week. So uh, I'll see if that plays out. And if, if that works out, I'll, you know, I'll be sharing out the link. But uh, other than that, I'm just
0: gonna be doing work. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool, Greg. Uh, what are you gonna be up to over uh, the next week? Anything, anything exciting?
2: No, nothing out of the ordinary. Just will be continuing on just playing Switch. i I have been playing a little bit more in handheld mode over the last like, few weeks. So there's hmm. that. I'm just kind just playing in bed a little bit and. Not necessarily always playing quite at the t v every time, so it's interesting to be switching between the two again
0: <laughs> right right yeah i uh I'll be playing some more rocket league, of course, 'cause season seven or season series April seventh is when season three comes out um probably playing some spider man hopefully maybe. Um, I'll turn on the, the PS4 again and, uh, and then also hopefully I do want to get back into Hyrule Wars, Age of Calamity. So maybe I'll turn the switch back on and, uh, maybe I'll play around in animal crossing and get yelled at by all the villagers that are wondering where I've been over this last month. And hey, I haven't talked to you. I haven't seen you. You don't care about me, but anyway, um, <laughs> uh so like i said uh we're gonna be back on april 13th with episode 228 if you haven't joined us live one more uh encouragement to uh join us live and we record these podcasts tuesday evenings 8 30 eastern time 5 30 pacific time we'd love to have you jump in the live chat and share all your thoughts about what we talk about but uh until that next time we uh we get to chat right here happy gaming everybody have a good one
2: see you next time